What's up, everybody? We are back. Welcome to Real Chronicles, brought to you by RealTalking.com. I'm your host, David. I'm joined with the fellas today. What's up, Leo? Yo! And what's up, Rye? Boys Club, what's up? What's going on? So, today we have a very, very, very fun episode. So fun. So fun. (laughs) So fun. This is the episode where, if you guys didn't think I was off my rocker, you guys will definitely think so after today. It's going to be so great because today we are going to look at our top five best villains, our top five best heroes, but our top five worst heroes dun, dun, and dun. villains. This is one of the funnest lists in the two years that I've been <laughs> recording this podcast <laughs> because I did a lot of soul searching, a lot of what really makes a hero and what really makes a shitty hero. Wow. And no, this list is not just going to be superhero films. Yeah, you leave that to me. <laughs> and, and probably Ryan. Probably Ryan. <laughs> yeah, for the most part. Yeah, Ryan, Ryan and I all take care of uh, the geek culture. You take care of like the... I have some geek <laughs> culture, you, you, but you, you guys will see how... And I'm not going to say that any of these picks are a stretch. I'm going to say these are genuine, heartfelt, Ooh. thoughtful choices and to be fair i think one of the things that really like i loved about when you first brought up the topic was how ambiguous you made the topic like you said like top heroes top villains and i I kept like thirsting for structure out of you and i was like well what do you mean is it the protagonist do you mean animated and i kept what did i say i just said do you do you (laughs) you're like very like you're very like obi-wan like you're like do you yeah um (laughs) and like in a sense it was like you were kind of asking to like look into both Ryan and mine's like psyche. Yep. Like, what do you define as a, a hero? hero. Yep. Like, uh oh. Um, and I felt like this topic is perfect with the release of Joker, and then with the Oscar nominations tomorrow, where Joker may have a very nice morning. So, God willing. Before we get to that, let's get into some news. The first bit of news does deal with the Cape Crusader, and the confirmation of something we had already spoken about being a rumor is that Colin Farrell is the penguin in the upcoming The Batman. And I think No I... love for the fat man. What's wrong with Colin Farrell? Well, not no yet. No love for the fat man. That is a fat man's role, though. That is supposed to be for us, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> well, not yet, because even Gotham with Robin Lord Taylor, he they made him like a little like, like he was yeah, he screwed it all henchman, up. and then he became a fat guy at the very end. Maybe Ryan. he maybe he loves he picks up on the carbs later. So with uh, in Gotham, Ryan Lord Taylor or Robin Lord Taylor's um, uh, penguin, like he's very thin, very skinny during the whole or- origin story. At the very very end, the last episode, you see him being fat. So it's it's kind of like now he's comfortable. Spoilers. Now, now- <laughs> <laughs> you didn't finish. You didn't finish Gotham, right? Actually, no, because I keep waiting for Casey, and we keep getting distracted by other things. Don't worry, well, you're not... it's definitely not a plot point, but, uh, but yeah, <laughs> no, but yeah, he he actually becomes fat. So it's like it's it's one of those things where I'm like, I'm cool with it. Maybe they'll make him fatter, but I'm I'm actually just more excited about the actor that's yes. chosen for it. Maybe um Colin Farrell is on keto. Maybe 
<laughs> Oswald Cobblepot is on keto in, in, uh, in the Batman. Well, considering all the backlash Joker got for mental health, I guess they're scared of making Penguin fat and that being like a poster child that is for true. obesity. That is true. Um, I like the casting. I Love think it. Colin Farrell's great. The whole cast, I'm so excited for the Batman. Absolutely. This has like the, the star power of like the 90s Batman movies, mm-hmm. but like the actual like gravitas and like serious tone of the Nolan verse. And by the time this movie comes out, it would be 10 years since we got a standalone Batman. Damn. I remember when, oh. when after Dark Knight Rises, I was like, man. And and I had heard about Batfleck. I'm like, oh, man, they're kind of rushing into another Batman movie. But they never got the standalone all with him. So yeah. be 10 years since we got one with him. Um, speaking of Batman, Christian Bale has joined the MCU. Woo! Nice. It, 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 in the, this a very Batman-heavy episode right? out of nowhere. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I'm very surprised from coming from someone that loves, you know, Bale as Batman and the fact that he did play Batman. I think he did a great job of distancing himself from superhero films since 2011. Mm-hmm. I think this is more he just work wants to work with Taika Waititi more than he wants to be as a superhero movie. Fair. Who do you think he, he just pl- wants to get some of that MCU money? Yeah, who do you think he plays? I don't know the Thor lore that well to to guesstimate who he may play. He can he his range is crazy. He can play any type of. He could be an Asgardian. He could be a flashback Asgardian. He could play. We can't be Boar. He can't be Odin. Maybe he's replacing Taika as Korg. <laughs> 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 oh, he could. No, he can't be Fandral. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, it's. It, I'm very interested to see who he plays because we know something with Bale. He's gonna kill whatever he Absolutely. does. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, next bit of news is dealing with Joker. Now Ryan and I spoke about this off the line. I'm not sure if our listeners or if you know. There is a uh, Kevin Smith was on a po- on his podcast like a week ago. The and, Fat Man on Batman. Yeah, got it. And he spoke about what the original ending to Joker was. Do you know what it is, Leo? No. Perfect. So Ryan and I know. We've discussed this. Mm -hmm. So the original movie ends the way it ends. That final shot. Yep. Him looking over Gotham. He's embraced who he is, and he has his Joker minions. They go into this uh, asylum uh, to Arkham, and um, she's asking him the same question. Yeah. However, when he was like, I was thinking of a joke, Joker is who kills Thomas and Martha. I'm not done yet. So he kills him, and he's you. You see Bruce there. Arthur's walking away, but then he shrugs. He turns around and he shoots Bruce in the fucking head. <laughs> 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 oh my god! So in that world, it's just a Joker. There is no Batman. Wow. I kind of wish they did that because the <laughs> fanboys would have fucking lost their mind. Yo, I I love it. <laughs> I think I think in a way Phillips made the right choice because can you imagine? Not only the are heat. you they they heated it was already getting now you killed children. <laughs> that I think every fanboy would have felt that bullet in their own head. Yeah, yeah. Jeez. That's crazy though. Like I can't. It's very tough, Phillipsy. With wow, everything that yeah. he's talked about, like making this a standalone Joker story, no real connection to Batman. Literally. 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 Like, like you I'm gonna, kill I'm gonna, Batman. I'm going to do everything to distance myself from the Dark Knight. But it kind of, and I am happy he didn't do it because it kind of goes away with Arthur's motive. He never kills anybody that, quote unquote, in his mind, 
doesn't deserve it. Like he, yeah, like the little clown, like the little the little the, the little person. Yeah, he yeah. didn't kill him, no. which is one of the best moments in the movie when he's like yeah. running and the door's locked. Still hilarious <laughs> to me when I watch it this week. So I just thought that when I heard that, I'm like, I got I got to mention it's on a podcast. Wow. This is so crazy. Yeah. Wow. Awesome. Wow. Um, moving on, the Academy Awards this year will not have a host again. Yep. I loved Good. it. Uh, did you see it last year? The yeah, awards? yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, it, it's a uh, yeah, it's, it's a cool decision. It's a cool decision. Hopefully, it will not be a four-hour show. It'll be a nice little three-and-a-half-hour show like it was last year. I did a, a little bit of research as to when I saw this in terms of Oscar runtime. There have been years, and recently, that the Oscars have gone almost five hours. That's why I started taking off of work the next day, <laughs> because I'm like, this is a fucking marathon. It's an investment in time, dude. Yeah, so I like this. I think it runs much smoother. And after what happened with Ricky Gervais at the Globes last week, mm. it seems like it's probably the best choice. I didn't mind him. I thought he was funny. Not at all. But I can see where... I mean, if you get Gervais to host, you know what you're going to get. Because I know that they already announced that uh, T- uh, Tina Fey and Amy Poehler are, are set for next year's Globes. Yep. That's a safer pick than Gervais. And people love them. Yeah. Gervais is a little bit more controversial in terms of not everyone loves Absolutely. him. Absolutely. I thought they were funny. Yeah. So we can keep on the Globes topic. Biggest surprises for me on Globe Night was director. Yes. And picture. I saw 1917 again this yeah. weekend. It is, and I did a top 10 war film. You can check it out on our Instagram. 1917 is perfect. It is so perfect. It is, I, I ranked it my number two war film. Of all time. I put it right under Schindler's List and don't at me. Schindler's List is a war movie. I saw your don't ranking. At me. I saw your ranking. Yeah. I mean, like it happened during the war, yeah. so I'll give it to it's you. It's the Christmas movie it's not, yeah, thing. Whatever. <laughs> it's, but no, no. As far as like a pure battle pure, war, I think it's probably it's, incredible. it's so perfect. And then that scene, I, I shared it with Leo. Right, yes. You can check it out. It's on Facebook. There's right. a shot-by-shot shot of one of the last scenes of the movie that showing Roger Deacon shooting. And the actual scene, it's perfect. Yeah, because like, I remember like, when we were during our first watching of mm-hmm. it. I remember David and I afterwards were walking back, and we're both just in awe and literally asking the questions: How did he shoot that? Yeah, because it's it, crazy. It looks incredible. Like, and, so and you're literally caught like watching this film, and you're like, to get this visual is it's incredible. Incredible, right? I know you're. I don't know if you're into war movies, but if you get a chance, it's not long. It's about. It, You'll be out. You'll be in and out in about an hour and forty-five minutes. Yeah, in a world of three-hour movies, as a norm, <laughs> this is refreshingly back to normal. And I'm glad you mentioned that because it was reported this morning that Birds of Prey is only an hour and forty minutes. Ugh, still too long. Stop it! You <laughs> stop it! What is with your hate? I'm really curious. What, so, like, what about the trailers? Do you not like? Before Leo goes on, uh, I will say I'm think? less positive after the second trailer. I really, like, I'm more. I didn't like the second trailer at all. But go ahead, Leo. I, I just, I'm not, this feels so forced. This feels more Fox than the, like, this is like, yeah, this is, this is like a Fox type of movie where they're just like literally picking out whatever name they know of in DC lore and plugging it into a movie that has nothing to do with these characters' actual motivations and origins. Well, how do you know that this, until this, we see the movie? This Black Canary is a songstress at a club. Well, they're, uh, that's the, in the lore. There is lore that she's a rock star. Where? New 52 or? 
I believe New 52. I know I've seen it a couple of times in my readings. Well, I'll counter that with, recently. look at what we got with Joker. It's not the, any Joker art. If you I'm have the audacity so hard. I'm stretching to compare so hard. this film to freaking Joker. <laughs> By the Joker. way, speaking of Joker, did, you guys saw the trailer, right? For to, Birds to, of Prey? Yeah. Oh, yeah, the Birds of Prey, yeah. Did, she killed him, right? Pretty much. It looks, yeah. Or at least made his... Uh, Poor Jared Leto. Yeah. <laughs> Poor Jared Leto. <laughs> I don't know, right? Honestly, just this just doesn't feel like so. It's it's just gonna sound bougie to the extent of like David's. Type yeah, thing. love it. Like <laughs> this doesn't like when you make Joker, right? You made a movie because you wanted to tell a story. It's a bad follow up, right? You wanted to tell a story. Everyone has said it. Phillips has said it, and so has um, Joaquin Phoenix. We're not gonna make a second Joker unless there's a story worth telling. Birds of Prey is not a story worth telling. It is a half-assed attempt to make money off of Margot Robbie and girls' fascination with Harley Quinn. Do you speaking hey, of guys. Harley? Do you think she is right now the most popular DC character? Like, oh, easy. Yeah. Like outside of yeah, Joker has no, amazing. But I'm talking about Harley is easy. It's, it's I've always I've always the minute my first Comic Con happened is when it just hit me like mm-hmm. a ton of bricks. Harley Quinn and Deadpool rule geekdom. Yeah, that's a that that's a very good comparison. It's funny because um my friends know and close and some family know like when I I'm obsessed with Joker, I'm a sex of Batman. Yeah. I want to name my daughter Harley Quinn, right? Yeah. And like I um been a fan of the character for all my life. In a way like I feel I don't want Pete now when I name her it's gonna be like, oh, you're just one of those. I'm like, no, I'm not. No. I've been a fan since like, since the Jester days. I'm yeah, not since '94, since '92. Like, gotta do Harley right? Quinzel. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> but um, movie looks fine. I'm not. I'm gonna watch it because it's the first comic book movie of the year. So I'm, you know, curious to see I what happens they, there. I think Leo's gonna eat crow on this one. I no, there's literally no way I can eat crow. The only way I can eat crow. So if is it's if good this, as hell, you're, if this, you're if not this, gonna if, eat. if this movie, some, it's gonna be entertaining to an extent. But it's not going to be a good movie. Like it's not going to. This movie is not going to leave you, you the there? theater. This is not going to leave. <laughs> this is not going to leave you thinking, "Oh wow, you know what? That was a really good film. I absolutely want to watch this again." Oh no 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 no! You said good movie, then you said good film. There is a difference in my eyes. A good movie is like a Kevin Smith flick. Good film is a Joker. So it's going to be a great. movie. I love that I'm you say that because a lot of people don't really I think it's differentiate. Be, I think it's going to be good movie. I think it's going to be okay, entertaining. It's going to be maybe some really so cool action. Scenes, I'll call it but... this. I'll put. I'll. I'll call this. I think it will be better than Captain Marvel was last year. That's my prediction. Better in Agreed. a sense of like. I just think I will. I will be entertained. I think it, no. I think uh, this will make decent money. I don't think it'll be more than Captain Marvel. Actually, no. Maybe it will because maybe. Harley's so popular. Less than Wonder Woman. No, no shot in beats Wonder Woman. Okay. Yeah. Because yeah. Wonder Woman's going to have both. I think Wonder Woman's going to be great, good- and Wonder Woman's going to make a lot of money. It's going to be a good movie and good film. It's going to be everything. Okay. Uh, but I don't <laughs> think we're going to... It's funny. The I'm going to shout out Jenny here. Yay, women. They're going to rule comic book films the first half of the year because they get Birds of Prey, Black Widow, and then Wonder Woman, and that that's true. the first half it's of the true. year. true, yeah. So, and, then, and, you're really, and you're still riding the, uh, the waves of Ray in Star, in Star Wars. Wars. Yep. So. So that should be some great stuff. So before we get into uh, my final Oscar predictions, another bit of MCU news is the Doctor Strange director news. Yeah, Derrickson has left the uh, the the Marvel verse. It looks like so creative differences. You never want to hear that. No, <laughs> that's 
I think this Doctor Strange movie is very important <laughs> for the phase rest four, of the universe. for the rest of the universe. So I'm, it must be Feige wants this and he wanted this and they just couldn't find a middle ground. This morning I read an article or someone, I mean, like, granted, this is like take it with a grain of salt kind of thing. But someone had gone back and like picked out three tweets that Derrickson had during the year yeah. that prefaced this event. And some of these tweets are like showing how he he felt like unnecessary notes mm-hmm. really close to pre-production. Um, in one tweet, he even calls out how Ryan Johnson helped him through some actual like internal turmoil. As like obviously it was vague, yeah. But it looks like it, you're you're spot on. Like something was going on where like he has a vision of what he wants this film to be, and Marvel needs to. You know, Marvel needs to stay be tracked. Yeah. And can't argue with them. So, but I mean, we'll see what happens. I'm, yeah. we're still a few years away. I don't know how true this is. I read an article this morning that Hawkeye, the Hawkeye show is kind of on, on yeah. hold now. I read the same thing that the show is on a permanent hiatus. Uh, it could be some well, because Hawkeye fucking sucks. That's why. <laughs> well, uh, it could be also on the heels of uh, murmurs of uh, domestic abuse between him and his spouse. Ah, so that, oh. that, that should be it there. Yeah, that got, yeah. But back to back to happy news. Back to happy news. Yeah. So, (laughs) and the last bit of surprise movie before Oscars at the Globes was um, Hildor winning score of a Thomas Newman. Oh, love that. Love that. By the way, I should have taken G's bet last week when he was like so sure that Adam Driver was winning the Globe. (laughs) Um. So moving on to my final Oscar predictions, I'm not going to go through all of them. You guys can check them out on the site. I put them posted on the on Instagram. So I'm just going to go through. Some of the main ones. I'm going to go run through picture real quick. So here are, I think they're only going to nominate seven or eight. But I always rank ten because the max that they can nominate is ten. So in this this particular order, I have 1917 is my number one now. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood is my number two. Irishman is my number three. Parasite is my number four. Joker is my number five. Jojo Rabbit is my number six. Marriage Story is my number seven. I think those seven are, I'm very confident, very sure, these are seven that are going to get in. If we get more than seven, I have Ford v. Ferrari, Hmm. I have Knives Out, and I have Little Women. Wow. So I have two popes not making it in. It sucks, but I have two popes out. Interesting. Is that in order of what you think it's going to be in, like, uh, uh, Oz wise, or yes, that's I have a these are my rankings, not just uh, not, but when I'm you watch, you have uh, but sorry. when sorry to cut you off, right? But when you watch mm-hmm. nominations tomorrow, they don't obviously announce them in ranking, it's yeah. alphabetical order, yeah. So don't get scared when Joaquin's not first because his last <laughs> <one> starts with <laughs> <in> a <the> piece. <laughs> <I won't trust>. <laughs> <laughs> All right, what were you gonna say, Ray? I'm surprised you have uh. Well, the Irishman's so high with it being snubbed at Globes last week. Critics to change everything. And we uh, still have SAG next week. And I'm surprised you actually have Knives Out instead of Two Popes. Because I think Knives Out is going to get into original screenplay. And I think it gives a... Actually, I think because I like it more, honestly. It's because good, no, I'm not it's even such a good, but It's such a good movie. It's such a good it's, movie. I love the Two Popes, don't get me wrong. Yeah. But I really love Knives Out because I do have uh, Anthony Hopkins in as well. Okay. But they're both getting screenplay. I think Two Popes is getting screenplay as well. So director, I have Sam Mendes, number one. I have Tarantino, number two. I have Martin Scorsese, number three. I have John Bu- John Ho- John Hobong Bong Joon Ho as uh, number th- number four, and then number five was so hard 
because it's you don't know. DGA gave it to Watiti. I don't think Watiti's getting the nomination here, so I'm gonna go with Todd Phillips. Wow, I think Todd Phillips is getting in, and everyone that hates the Joker is gonna like cry very, very many tears. Um, actor, no surprise. I have Joaquin number one. I have Adam Driver number two. I have DiCaprio three. I have Taron Egerton four. I w- and this was hard too, but I went with the SAG five, so I put Christian Bale okay. for Ford v Ferrari. It could be anybody. Someone's getting snubbed. I know that. Easily. Easily. Yeah, that's not question, yeah. Actress, I have Renee Zellweger, one. Charlize, two. Scarlet, ScarJo, three. Sorcerer Ronan, four. And from my... I, I hope Lupita gets in. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I really do. Uh, supporting actor, I have Joe Pesci. Yes! I have Brad Pitt. I have Al Pacino, Tom Hanks, and Anthony Hopkins for the two popes. And then... Supporting actress, I have Laura Dern, Margot Robbie, Jennifer Lopez, Scarjo, and Florence Pugh. That's where I can see a big snub. Wouldn't shock me if J Lo gets snubbed. Okay. And for the other for the other predictions, you guys can check it out on the Real Talk website or you can check out the Real Talk Instagram. So with that being said, let's get right into what we're here for today. Villains and heroes. So this list is bananas, guys. Absolute <laughs> bananas. Um, do you base everything on superheroes, Leo, or you kind of? Uh, so it's funny. Like, I, um, off the line when we meet David first, started just discussing our list um, because it was so ambiguous, right? It was very, very leave it up to you. What do you think a hero is? I kind of had to make up certain rules for myself to like what's a hero, um, and like the innate qualities that you look for. Someone that like uh, puts themselves or puts their uh, the needs of others over their own. Someone that's you know shows bravery and courage. Someone that inspires other people. You can't help but get into the superhero genre if th- if that's what you're looking for. Um, granted, not everyone here is in the mm-hmm. superhero genre, but a lot. Yeah, it's very it's very superhero sci-fi heavy. So we're gonna rather than you know how some lists do worse and best. Yeah. We're going to do worse. We're going to do best first. Yes, the easy stuff the first. The easy stuff first. <laughs> and then we're going to get into our worst because I think you need to listen all the way to the end because worst heroes is going to be an absolute trick. <laughs> right, did you have a similar experience when you were making your list? I just learned that a lot of mine are superheroes and <laughs> <laughs> All right. I had a hard time thinking of non-superhero ones. I'm like, all right, I can go to here, I can go to this, and there's like maybe one or two that aren't anywhere near superheroes. But yeah, I wasn't sure how specific we were getting, like if we were getting movie specific or not. Yeah, so some I, of went, them I... I went movie specific on some just because, like for example, for to the surprise of no one, Darth Vader is on my list. I'm not going to say where, but if you really look at his ult- his overall arc from one to not, I guess one to six. He really isn't a complete villain because of, you know, what his story ends up being. So I just singled out two specific movies and then I took it from there just to, like, make it a little bit more easy. So let's do villains first. Best villains. Best villains of all time. And I will get started from five to two and then we do the rest. So my number five is a complete piece of shit. (laughs) Every time I watch this movie, every Christmas, he pisses me the fuck off 
because he does some terrible, awful things. So to be clear, for villains, you're going straight up on this person inhibits. He's not in- a he's not a good person, and Got he it. just does really fucked up shit. Got it. My number five is Mr. Potter from It's a Wonderful Life. Ooh, because so, a good one. So Mr. Potter, for anyone that has never seen It's a Wonderful Life, he's kind of the unofficial mayor of 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 the town. Everyone goes to him. He's the rich snob. And during the part of the the majority of the movie, he just wants to own the building alone. And George Bailey's kind of like the hero of the movie because he tries his best to keep the building alone open. But Mr. Potter's like, no, I'm going to run the town. The biggest thing for me that and for every time I watch the movie, it always angers me is the moment in the movie where George's uncle loses eight thousand dollars. Oh, and Mr. Potter takes it. And he holds it pretty much ransom, yeah. and he never gets his comeuppance, and that really bothers me. Yeah. Because the movie ends on a high note, but it's one of those, yo, you are a piece of shit. This guy is like trying to help these people from this town, and you're just so like determined to take over the town. And then Bedf- everyone from Bedford Falls in the end just shows the appreciation for George, and you're like, fuck Mr. Potter. Yep. Yeah, Mr. Potter is Love it. an absolute terrible person. Love it. My number four is Voldemort. Nice, nice. So I, um, for anyone that that's listened before, I'm a huge, huge, huge Potterhead, but I've never read the books. I'm not the biggest reader. I'm just a huge movie buff. So I no watching the mo- watching the movies from no. one to seven to eight because it's eight films. You just I love the fact that he is always there from one to eight. Even in part three in Prisoner of Azkaban, where he's not even mentioned at once you always sense him because his his followers are still there mm-hmm. and as you as, as you finally see him in shape in uh goblet of fire he just takes over and you see there's i feel like there is you know how we always talk about thanos yeah. as like mm-hmm. these villains that like you know have motives i feel like he has somewhat of decent motives but he is just so great in that role. And Ralph Fiennes, we talked about oh, like when we did these yes. these uh, these lists. It's all about performance too. Ralph Fiennes is incredible as Voldemort. Every time I watch the Harry Potter franchise, I'm like, yes, this is this is a great villain throughout. So yeah, my number four is Voldemort. My number three is Norman Bates from nice. Psycho. Nice. So I think he is the first villain of its of its kind before then you always had like uh he's the first movie monster that's not dracula or or the wolfman some supernatural he's just a guy who is mentally unstable who just kills people because he is his mother and i think what makes this this so perfect is his performance because you can watch this entire movie and you at the end still struggle with saying, "Yo, that he's too nice of a guy. He didn't, he didn't kill all those people. He's he's fine. He didn't kill his mother." So, because of that, and because of what Hitchcock does with him in Psycho, tra- all from his attire, to the darker he gets, the darker clothes he gets. He wears darker turtlenecks towards the end of the movie. Once you find out, you know, you start seeing that, you start seeing the signs. And you also see that throughout the movie, which I, this is why I love it so much, is that 
you obviously don't know he is his mother until the end. So you root for him as a villain because you see him as someone that's protecting his mother, not is his mother. So that's always worked for me. Me loving Hitchcock. I had to throw some love to Hitchcock villain. And my number two is uh, Darth Vader. Nice. So I went with Empire Darth Vader more than New Hope Darth Vader. Because I think you see Vader in a different light in Empire more of the, like, dude, the Rebel Alliance is no joke. Now they have Luke. Now they have someone that is capable of taking us down if properly trained. And you see a viciousness in him throughout Empire that you do see in New Hope, but I think it's more focused in Empire than New Hope. But yeah, that's my Love it. five through two. And I do have some honorable mentions that I'll mention before my number one. Go ahead. Oh, okay. Um, all right. So I'll go next. My villains. All right. So I'll do the same thing then. I'll keep my honorable mentions to before, number, before one. number one. My number five, and this is definitely me being more of like a fanboy. I had to find a way to put this villain in my oh, top no. five. Oh, no. Thanos. There's nothing wrong there, man. So the reasoning behind Thanos, much like your reasoning behind Norman Bates, yep. Thanos is one of those villains that you can't help but like think, in another world, is he really doing something that's all that wrong? Like his motivation, is it really that far off? Maybe a little drastic, but you catch yourself saying, huh, maybe I see his point. Yep. And I think in a villain, that's super dangerous. Mm-hmm. In, a, in any time you can sympathize with the villain... It makes you think, okay, there's something behind this. We all have the capacity for evil. Yep. Uh, my number four, Darth Vader. Yes. <laughs> uh, yeah, Darth Vader, I think your description of Empire is spot on. My favorite movie, and it's going to be super weird because he's so like small in the film, Rogue One. Oh, yes. I yes, that's it. a good one. Rogue that's a, One, Darth love Vader. Love that. Think about it this way. You hear the Imperial March. You envision Darth Vader. Yeah. He's a presence. His aura, his just like idea of him is villainy. You know the backstory now. Yep. But like what he was back then, iconic. You know what's funny? Um, I love that scene in Rogue One where he just like kills everyone with the lightsaber. <laughs> but if you ever really thought about like in two days later, he fights Obi-Wan and he's like super <laughs> duper slow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> The, the arthritis acts He's like, up. the arthritis kicks. He's like, I don't got it anymore. <laughs> it's one of those moments where you're trying to go back into the gym where like you give it yeah. your all in day one and then like day two, you're so sore. That must have been move. Vader because he's like, I, I don't got it anymore. <laughs> the arthritis is in. But yeah, that's a great, great pick on the movie. Um, my number three, another showcase of a human that's not supernatural, Dr. Hannibal Lecter. Really? Good one. That's a very good one too. Yeah, similar. He's, th- he's another one that I'm like... Uh, yeah, he's a villain, but like he eats he's, people. But he's not the villain of Silence of the Lambs. He eats people. Yeah, I'm going to hell. <laughs> <laughs> Enough said. Yes. Uh, my number two, and this is a character that's very near and dear to David's heart and Ryan's heart. Joker. Number two. Number two. My number two is Joker. Wait, which one? That's the thing. So with with Joker, it's such a awesome problem to have. Yeah. Ledger Joker. I think was the most villainous. Yes. I think that similar to Thanos, he makes you think, wow, some of these concepts that you're bringing up, chaos, like loss of control, like they kind of make sense. I actually think Joker, out of all these villains, probably Thanos number two, has like, is kind of right. 
That's in, like he's so it? close That's to scary, being right? so messed it's so, up. In the Dark Knight, I mean, absolutely. Like no, in, in Batman '89, I love Nicholson, but he's he's a crime boss. That's, yes. that's what he is. Clearly. But uh, you're going with Ledger on yeah, that. Yeah, Ledger, okay. Ledger Joker, all he's driven by is to make people stop feeling controlled. Yep. To give yourself to chaos, give yourself to being just, it's your biggest just wants and your needs and yep. just give yourself to that. Um, and I think that much like you mentioned, like the fact that he's not supernatural makes it that much more dangerous because we all have this inside of us. Yep. But that's my number two. All right, Ryan, go ahead. All right, my number five is Voldemort. Um, like you said, Dave, you know, just feel his presence throughout. I'm actually doing a Harry Potter rewatch now. Yes. Oh, dude, and... me too. Good stuff. Nice. Um, yeah, and I have to say, I just got to uh, Goblet of Fire, and, I'm, and I was sitting there. I've seen it a couple of times, but I felt like it was the first time in that graveyard scene. I'm yes. like, holy shit. So good. I have to say, actually, that's probably now becoming my favorite is Goblet of Fire. So but anyway. That's actually my number two. It was my favorite. Until all the way up to the end. Once I saw oh, Deathly, Deathly Hallows Part Two, yeah. that it those two for me are like top two. Right. Yeah, right, I got it. once I get up there, I'll let you know. <laughs> <laughs> um, number four is my one of my only non comic book characters, Biff. Oh, oh so damn. good! Damn, oh, right, that's so close. So, that's so good. I forgot to add Biff. I had oh. him on the cusp of mine, but he's oh dude, oh, good, so good, good, so good, good pull, right? Good pull, good stuff, right? Thank you. Which which uh, all right, but which one? Which Biff is the I, most assholey of all the Biffs? <laughs> oh, number in Back to the Future too. Without a shadow of a doubt, he's practically raping the mom, yep, and yeah. he owns everything. Yep. he's the biggest dick in there. So he's, he's just a high schooler. So in he's the, first the president one. of the United Donald, States. Donald Donald Trump Biff. <laughs> yeah, I'm not touching that one. With <laughs> <laughs> all right, go ahead. Number three. I know I'm going to get some odds for so low, but jo- uh, Thanos. Well, no, I didn't even no, have him no, on my list. Have him on his no, list. You're uh, good. You're good. Okay. Yeah. No. That, uh, like everyone's just been saying, it's so hard not to disagree, not to not agree with him. Yep. And number two, I went with Vader as well. Uh, nice. Just awesome. One, like I, one of my first villains I remember seeing as a kid. And if I had to pick a movie, it would definitely be Rogue One. Just seeing him fuck everyone up was amazing. Oh, and also nice. him with the little one liner to what's his name? Don't choke on your aspirations, director, as he's fucking force choking him. Yep. Amazing. <sighs> So I think Ryan and I are on the same boat for number one. Yeah, pretty so sure. I'm yeah. gonna. So let's go through our honorable mentions, and we'll leave Leo for last on his on his villain. So my honorable mentions: I have Hal from 2001: A Space Odyssey. Nice. Uh, Hans Landa from Inglorious Bastards, and Thanos. So, nice. do you have any honorable mentions, Ryan? Or no? All I right, just cool. Got to five. So. You obviously my number one is the Joker, and your number one is the Joker, right? Yes, <laughs> from the same movie as well. Um, well, I would love to to say uh, Mask of the Phantasm and give Mark Hamill some props, but yeah. since he really wasn't the main villain, I will definitely go with the Dark Knight. Yeah, so I will just say these quick thoughts, and then Ryan, you can take over. Um, everything Leo said about Ledger and his performance, and just his motives. And nothing shows that more than the scene after they finally give him half the money and he oh, burns it all. Love that. Mm-hmm. And he's like, this town deserves a better class of criminal. And I'm going to give it to him. It just shows that he'd never had a plan. He knew everything would eventually would turn out the way he wanted it to if he just caused chaos. Because yeah. that's all he does. That's he never it. really, like, I always argue... And I like I have a tweet ready, God, you know, willing that 
Joaquin win the Oscar <laughs> because like it's one of the the funniest thing about this whole Oscar season is seeing people talk about Joker that don't know the Joker. Like I read a tweet yesterday that kind of annoyed me, not upset me. I don't even get upset at these things anymore. It just annoyed me like Oh, you know, this is just a ripoff of the killing joke, you know, and the killing joke is a terrible story, you oh know, and I'm God. a Joker fan and I'm like, no, you're not. Who the heck? You're not a Joker fan. Wait, who the heck do you follow on social media? A lot of fans. <laughs> How is this a ripoff of killing joke? Keep going, Ryan. Do it. Cause you're... How? How the fuck is this a ripoff of Killing Joke? If anything, it's closer to The Dark Knight, but that's besides the point. And second of all, how is it this shitty fucking story? It's one yeah, of the best, it's... most iconic stories. Now, if you're talking, he probably just saw the animated movie with that shitty half hour in the beginning. And that's what he's yeah, judging. Yeah, like it my thing of. is, is yeah, this... I mean, The Killing Joke literally like, transformed canon. It was such an iconic story yep. that you had to find a way to make it canon. The irony is, I don't think it was universally loved at first like this movie is so True. maybe in a couple of years it will but not going back to dark knight yeah. I, I just love the fact that ledger doesn't have well his ledger's joker doesn't have any plans i love that and i love that scene too with with harvey when he's like do you do i look like a guy that has a plan yeah i just yeah. do so that aspect of it and knowing that chaos will cause change in a way because like he he talks about if you plan to hit a you know to bomb a truck full of soldiers and everyone you know knows it's it's part of the plan it's part of the plan but if one little lady gets hit by a bus everyone loses their mind it just that's what he's trying to show that anarchy that like people are easily able to accept even if it's a negative thing because it's part of the plan that false sense of security yep. you get it and makes when you, it's not part yeah. of the plan everything goes to shit and mm -hmm. yeah this is this is Easily, I don't think it'll take a lot for this to ever be top for me. It's my number one villain, and that's Ledger's Joker. Uh, do you want to add anything else, Ryan? That I don't think I can. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. It's okay. No. And it's also my favorite performance of the 2000s. Just want to yeah. point that out there. So no, so surprised. <laughs> <laughs> so Leo. So my number one is actually Lord Voldemort. Very good. Yeah. Very nice. Okay. The, and the only reason for Voldemort it, that he's not higher on, that he's not like, that Joker's not higher, is just sheer number. Voldemort's number of movies, right? Because you made this part of your, like, your explanation on it. Yeah. You have eight, eight movies, movies that yeah. you feel him in. Mm -hmm. He doesn't even become fully embodied until like. One. Exactly. So when you think about this, like, this character has been so important, this whole story. Like it, it just reminded me of a lot of Vader of how like it's just like it's just you just feel his presence and like that type of villainy. Mm -hmm. And let's be honest, like his motivation, pure evil. Yeah, <laughs> he's literally trying to he's, he's trying to Thanos the world. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, and yeah, I think, you know, what I like, too, is that Rowling, I think I didn't read the book, so correct me if I'm wrong here. We can so, ask Stacy when she's okay. done reading them. Shout out to Stacy. Um, <laughs> they made a point from part one to say to to emphasize how dangerous the name just yes. saying the name is yes and when i first watched the movie i'm like oh you'll see voldemort right away because they're putting such emphasis on like you don't say his name and then when you don't see him for like at this point it was like five years you're like yeah. shit like, the build-up was real man and i feel like that was something that like it was it, something that, that it, meant, it meant a lot. It's the MCU before the MCU. Yes. That's why like, exactly. I really love Harry, the entire Harry Potter film franchise because they really, they could have not taken their time. 
but they really wanted to make sure that everything is done perfectly. Yeah. And my uh, my honorable mentions for go villains for would be uh, <laughs> Nurse Ratched. Yes, one. Oh, go one. Yeah, Nurse Ratched from One Clue One Flew Over a Cuckoo's Nest. Kaiser Soze. Yes, so good, so good. Hans Gruber. Agent Smith. I can't do that. I couldn't do that. You know why? Because two and three are such garbage. Yeah, but like, but but still the the villain. He's so good in the first one. Yeah. Itself though, and um, this one is like a personal one because I still can't even watch this movie without getting freaked out. Um, Reagan McNeil. Oh, The Exorcist. The Exorcist. Yeah, that's a good one. That's just is she is she a villain? It's literal pure evil. It is the The embodiment of evil on Earth. But Reagan's not the villain. It's the 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 thing inside the demon inside the Gemini demon. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. That's 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 a good one too. Those are my honorable mentions. All right, so let Ryzen's use when last you can kick off the heroes. So do your five through two best heroes. (laughs) Five through two best heroes. All yep. right, number five, I have Wolverine. Which one? Um, Logan, if I have of to choose, because that story was just phenomenal. I don't care what Leo says. <laughs> <laughs> Love you too, buddy. Number four, I have. <laughs> number four, I have Deadpool. Really? Uh, that's, a, that's an interesting one. He changes what a hero can be, and I love it because he is smart mouth. He's someone that you can really average joke and get behind, and he, he's just doing it. For maybe not all the right reasons, but he's still doing it. And he has somewhat of a cult because you never see him actually go after anyone who doesn't fuck with him. Just like Joker, in a sense. And number three, Obi-Wan Kenobi. Yes. He has just done so much. I can't even pick a certain movie out, only scenes, because his entire arc is phenomenal. Going from just a Padawan learner training Anakin, seeing all the amazing things he does, and then just being the old hermit, the wise man, and the sequels was awesome. And also just being, even feeling his presence in the sequels, you know, six through nine, I mean, seven through nine, I apologize. Just hearing his voice, having that presence made the movies even that much better, in my opinion. Nice. And number two, everyone's favorite wall crawler, Spider-Man. Oh, so I have to really choose into Spider-Verse. I told oh, you most of okay. this was going to be comic book. All right. <laughs> so I have some honorable mentions on my end. Uh, but Leo, go for it, and I'll save mine for last. Okay. You want to do honorable mentions before you're number one yep, again? So. I like that. All right. So my uh, number five, Harry Potter. Oh, he's a little lower because I thought you were going to kind of match No. So I think, I think that's what, um, what I realized when I was making this list, too, is that even though like the top villain – you don't necessarily have the top hero, hero to like the point for a good part of it. Like sometimes the villain makes the hero and sometimes yeah. like the hero inspires makes the, hero, the yeah. villain. But in this case, Harry Potter, um, I feel like when I was making the list, bravery, courage, like you start as a little boy and you're just mischievous and curious. But then the more you learn about what you're getting yourself involved into, like it still doesn't deter you from going. forward. So with that, Ryan, why isn't Uncle Ben over Spider-Man on your list? <laughs> um, I got nothing. <laughs> <laughs> All right, go ahead. My number four, Obi-Wan Kenobi. Damn, I suck, and I'm like, I'm Yo, such a Star Wars Rye, guru, and I, he's not on my list. Right, because it's funny, because everyone wants to put Luke, everyone wants to put yeah, Han. He's a whiny it's bitch. Obi-Wan. But it's dude, Obi-Wan. Obi-Wan mm-hmm. is the pinnacle of just like nobility. He's just noble. 
He literally does everything Shit. because it's the right thing to do. He didn't even want that little fucking brat Anakin. He just took it because <laughs> Qui-Gon asked him to. Isn't that like, <laughs> yeah. is that, and that's, that's what you want in a hero. Yeah. Someone so selfless that just it's literally just wanting to do what's Interesting. right. Interesting. Him or Yoda? I still pick Obi. You still will pick Obi? Just for the fact that I know more about Obi. And you love Ewan McGregor. And I love Ewan yeah. McGregor. And that, that's you. the Obi one I would have chosen. Yep. Honestly, it would have been Ewan McGregor. And that's just that, but uh, Obi Wan does more hero shit. Yoda's more of a coach. He's more of a Mick from Rocky than anything else. Yes. Yeah, very Sage, good, Sage very good comparison. Very well, yeah. Um, my number three, right on line with like just doing the right thing because it's the right thing Captain America. Can't go wrong with Steve. Yeah, I think like uh, you kept trying. To, I kept trying to find like an, a moment of weakness where like something goes wrong with him, but like the character arc is legit. It's he does as much as he possibly can when he can do he, it because it's right. He's my favorite Marvel hero, like, and not cut you, not cutting you off. My no, no. favorite scene in any Captain America movie is First Avenger when they throw that grenade and he, oh, he's still thin. Yes, and he just jumps on it. And no one else does, and everyone runs away. That is Captain America. Yeah, and that's mm-hmm. when I like. I already knew Marvel was on the right page, but knowing, loving Cap, even and I, dealing, having to deal with Italian Red Skull back in the nineties, <laughs> seeing, <laughs> seeing that moment is when I'm like, I think they're gonna get they this got right. It right. They got this right. Yeah, because that is Steve. He is a quintessential good guy throughout yeah. the entire MCU. He never, 22 movies and all the ones he's at, he never does a bad thing. No, and I, I remember in um, during Age of Ultron, when each of them gets their vision of like the part that's weak in them, like through the Scarlet Witch, like his vision is of him and Peggy reuniting. Like it's not even like anything that's like, that shows how weak he is. Man, I, and, st- I still remember that scene from <laughs> Endgame. I, 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 I talk of we've talked about it so much on here. Like I just love that. Like Ugh. that's if anyone deserved the selfish ending, if that's it's what you want to exactly. call it, it's him. And totally. like him just with her and it's, oh it's so yeah. perfect. And I think like when I make this list, like this is like a hero is someone you wanna be. They push you to want to be the best version of yourself. They inspire you to be better. My number two, an actual person, Oscar Schindler. Oh, he's one of my honorable mentions. Yeah, Oscar Schindler. And I think the fact that he really existed makes it that more much like weighted, more, powerful, more poignant. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like you do things because they're the right thing to do. You don't think about what the ramifications for yourself is going to be. You just know that you want to push yourself to do that much good in the world. Yep. Um, but yeah, that's my, my two it. through Love five. It. So Oscar Schindler is an honorable mention, but we'll get into that in a little bit. My number five, thanks to one scene in Avengers Endgame, that I can actually do this, is after the Avengers Assemble scene, everyone in that scene is the Avengers, <laughs> my number five, is the entire Avengers. <laughs> and you cannot tell me I'm wrong because Cap said Avengers Assemble oh and my everyone. Lord. This is your mother yes. effing cheat. Tell me that's not true, though. <laughs> you, as, uh. as soon as Captain America said Avengers Assemble and Technically, he's talking about everyone in that fucking <laughs> r- And there's like 95 people there. Everyone is the oh, Avengers. Oh, wow. You the got Aven- Howard the I am with Duck. David on you this one. You got Wong. You got Everybody. Gorg, you there's got Meek. This way, I didn't have to pick Captain America, which I wanted to. Well done. I just went with the entire well Avengers. Done. And honestly, like, if we all, all jokes aside, like, it's, I really did think hard about this because I really wanted Cap. But everyone did such heroic stuff throughout the entire 22 movies so you're like how the fuck am i gonna get this and then i thought about the portal scene and i'm like 
Well, he does say Avengers Assemble. <laughs> everyone that is does, there. That does make them a one unit. <laughs> Ironic. This guy, if it wasn't for that I am Iron Man scene, by the way, Tony would be in my worst heroes because he's, you know, he has a lot of problems. He does. And, like, he's the reason Civil War happened. <laughs> <laughs> so I, uh, Avengers, but he redeemed himself. But yeah, Avengers, Avengers is my number five. Uh, well done. My number four is Harry Potter. Nice. Everything you said, he is uh, the yin to the yang. And he, if I had to pick one moment for him, it's Deathly Hallows Part Two, where he knows he's gonna die. He has to die when he finally when he realizes he's the last Horcrux, and Voldemort doesn't know he's the last Horcrux, and he's willing to die. I love that scene. My number three is Sarah Connor. Oh, dude, I had her on my g- good job. I love. That. I love her in one and two, and even like it's getting a lot of bad flack. But I did like Dark Fate, but like her in one and two is so good because she is this hopeless person that doesn't really know any combat, it doesn't know anything, and in part two, she is a bad ass, and she takes no prisoners, which leads to my number two, which is Ellen Ripley from Alien and Aliens who is just kind of starts in a similar way. Like she isn't, she isn't like this, you know, helpless woman, but she is not as trained as she is is part two. I think Ellen Ripley is probably number one female hero of all time. I think she is incredible. And her, if I had to pick one movie, it'll definitely be Aliens because she is such a fucking badass. After waking up, after like being dormant for so long. And And then she kills the queen and then Aliens 3 happen. And well, (laughs) this is, I, I only, I only, Alien 1 and Alien and Aliens. That's my Ripley. Got it. All right. So going full circle, uh, honorable mentions I have. I mentioned Oscar Schindler. I mentioned uh, 007. Okay. Han Solo, Obi-Wan Kenobi, um, Batman from the Dark Knight trilogy. Nice. That's where I'm going to go if I'm going to go Batman because we joked about this on here. You can't kill people and be a hero, man. No, sorry, Keaton. I love you, Sorry, Keaton. Keaton's still my favorite, but. And you can't spend the whole movie just making jokes like George Clooney. You don't talk about George Clooney, like that, my friend. <laughs> um, but yeah, Batman is an honorable mention there. But my number one goes back to what you said. It's a real person. Mm. It is someone that gave up his dreams. He gave up b- traveling the world because he had to save a town from an evil businessman. My number one is George Bailey. George Bailey. From It's a Wonderful Life. I wanted to... Like, we all have these fictional people on these lists for the most part, except Oscar Schindler. And, like, I wanted number one to be something that we as people could kind of relate to for and sure. kind of strive to be. And I think George Bailey does has all those traits. It makes me cry every time I watch It's a Wonderful Life because he feels useless. He feels worthless he, because he, he did not. Himself. Yeah, yeah, he never accomplished what he wanted to. But in reality, I think he did more than just traveling the world. I think he created a town he saved the town pretty much from being taken over but from potter and i think that scene at the end where everyone's giving him all the money so he can just make up that eight thousand dollars is just like so heartfelt it shows that what a hero truly is but yeah yeah, so that's my number one and ryan take it away oh no leo take Uh, it away oh we go wrap around wrap around okay uh honorable mentions are spider-man and yeah, Tobey Maguire Spider-Man would be my my pick for honorable really? mention. I think, uh, yeah, I think Spider-Man, Spider-Man one. three, even even. So it's funny the Sam Raimi movies. I have my problems against them, but for what they were, they were campy and they were heartfelt. 
And I think Tobey Maguire did a really good job of embodying that, like, that youthful hopefulness, do the right thing, even though it's not always easy. Um, no, and, and, and Miles was good. I think Miles was awesome. But I just think that Toby, Toby hit a different part of that that I think was pretty cool. Um, John McClane. Oh, of course. Of course. has to be on this. Oh. Ellen Ripley yes. is on my honor. Yes. Another real, well, not real, real, but a human, uh, Captain John H. Miller from Saving Private Ryan. Oh, of course. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's similar. It's like you want to pick someone that like what about you... lieutenant dan <laughs> another true character absolutely um and superman um christopher reeve superman and i hate superman same same you and i have absolutely but christopher reeve is so good that's exactly it yep. he, he just he just has that aw shucks i'm doing this because it's right kind of thing mm-hmm. same that everyone's on my list is like it's like you do it because like you want to be this good yep um but yeah christopher reeve's had it uh, but my number one curious is another what? DC character. DC, Batman. Oh, you put Batman number one. Very Batman's nice. my number nice. one. Which um, one? And it would be absolutely Dark Knight, Dark Knight Batman. Um, but with Batman, it was one of those things where, like, I looked at it as a whole. This character is probably the the most the most featured in film of the DC in the DC universe. Easily, easily. He beat yeah. Superman. Yeah. Because this character. Has so much people resonate like it resonates with. Because he's a real, he's just a guy. He's, he's a human. A guy, yeah. He's a regular guy that went through tragedy that used that tragedy to push himself to do good. Granted, sometimes it's darker, sometimes it's campy, sometimes it's corny, sometimes there's nipples on the suit, but <laughs> but he's, not wrong. But he's pushing himself to do good because good needs to get done. Yep. Um, but yeah, I think with me, uh, Batman is is my number one hero in in movies. And Ryan. Um, I, I really just have one other mention. I didn't even think of it until you guys talked about real people's. I'm going to go with Mr. Rogers because he was a hero yep. to kids oh, all over. You very good. Um, but my number one is Batman. Nice. Like, yes. I'm surprised. I'm, are you guys surprised hunting go with Batman? <laughs> I feel like some uh, type no, of way. I was. I was like, oh, shit. I saw you were going with your list. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, I'm not, not w- too shocked. W- wait till later. Wait till later. <laughs> <laughs> love it, Ryan. Love All right, it. love it. Any other reason besides what Leo said? Uh, no, it's just he's the Dark Knight. He's awesome. <laughs> Ironic, Bruce Wayne is an asshole. <laughs> Although, <laughs> true. He plays an asshole on TV. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so moving on now to our top five worst movie villains. Ooh. I don't have any honorable mentions. I have honorable mentions. Oh, this is probably my favorite list to make. Oh, mine was Hero. <laughs> so, all right. So I'm going to get this started with... Oh, wait. One, should, should we want to go the other way around? Actually, yeah, you're right. Go ahead, Rai. Kick it off. All right. Um, number five, I have the Mandarin. <gasps> God damn Ryan, it, Ryan. I love you. Ryan, you and I are going to have a special <laughs> dinner date. That pissed me off. I watched it yesterday, to be sure, and it pissed me off I again. still like Iron Man 3. I like... No, I enjoy the movie. I don't you know like what? Because, the villain. Because of Ryan right now, I am definitely going to go watch Birds of Prey within the first month. Oh, my God. Because I love <laughs> Ryan so much right now. <laughs> I'm going to guess Mandalorian's on your list, too. <laughs> All right, go ahead, Ryan. Um, number four, I have the evil queen from Snow White. She is the most useless. Like, I'm thinking, <laughs> yes, I went deep cuts for this. This was really hard for oh, me. Oh, I okay? went deep cuts, too. No, that's good. That. that's good. Go ahead. It. That's good. I love that. She just sucks at her job. Um, number three, I had the Aya Saruman. 
All he does is Yo, look around. Wait a minute. Wow. Wait a minute. You need wow. to take that back. I, oh, Ryan. That's so good. You know how I feel about those Ryan. Guys. He does nothing but just be there. He's, he's an eye. He's looking all over things. Yeah, that's all he does. He's the reason that everything's happening, though. Ryan's like, I, yeah, I should be I'll able to do how more. how the movies are. <laughs> oh, my God, Ryan. For, right. for, for those listeners that don't know what he's talking about. That's uh, from Lord of the Rings. Lord of the Rings. It's the Eye of Sauron. <laughs> Saruman. All right, Whatever go ahead. it is, the Irish suck a two. That's why I should call it. <laughs> All right, go ahead. And number two from Green Lantern Parallax. Ooh, That's a giant good fucking cloud. Very good, Ryan. Love that so bad. Leo? Uh, I, honorable mentions to the yep. end. My number five the first show of a villain and a movie that destroyed something we all held dear to our hearts. Oh, Doctor Doom. King Koopa. Oh. <laughs> Super get, oh, Mario I'm Brothers. A, I'm gonna hold on on that. <laughs> I hated it. I, I he's, he's supposed so to be a turtle. Um, King Koopa's my number five. Yep. My number four is Mandarin. Oh man, I'm. I mean, whatever. No man, that villain is iconic. That is literally spitting in the face of all Iron Man fans. What were you feeling? Because I know you guys hate him a lot. What were your thoughts when the twist happened in the movie? I was so upset. Why? So upset. <laughs> Because like you get Sir Sir Sir, Sir Kingsley to yeah. do the role, and he's killing it the whole movie. And then yeah, I give you. And that. And then you're saying no, never mind. I like Iron Man three, but I hate how the trailers really got me hyped. Yeah. Because the trailer did a good job of of Ben Kingsley like Absolutely. over. With I want to see overs. that movie. I want to see the movie where Kingsley continues being Mandarin. I give um, you that. My number three, Venom, in Spider Man three. Aw, poor Tofa Grace. <laughs> Uh, again, it was like, and it's funny. I think the common trend that I got in my villains is villains that I had built up in my head to be pure evil, super manipulative, just very like powerful. Yep, and that were shitted on on screen. Um, because my number two is Lex Luthor, Batman versus Superman. Oh, I have I I. But go, go ahead. I, I yeah, have a comment. similar like he he's again supposed to be super powerful, super empowering, super like just like savvy and imposing, and he becomes. Wait, what's like, savvy? Ah, I, I found him more irritating and sniveling than than anything else. I. But when you look at the overall plot, especially extended edition, he was very savvy. He got almost uh, everything he wanted. Don't get me wrong. His his like his he was a, a genius the way he's supposed to be mm -hmm. a genius, but he just didn't come off. As imposing, like animated series, Lex Luthor, love. No, I agree. Um, yeah, like a, a Gene Hackman. Gene Hackman's like, love. So I think the best Luthor was Kevin Spacey. Like, Kevin Spacey on the, on the big Luther. screen, was, I think it was Kevin Spacey. Yeah, like there's there's a different element to mm -hmm. that, and I love what they were trying to do, where they were trying to make him more like uh, uh, I like a Zuckerberg Lex yeah. Luthor, but he just came off more like awkward. And Ironic not... that the guy that played him was the guy I know, that played Mark Zuckerberg in a very good movie, <laughs> in a great movie. <laughs> um, so that's your number that's two. Right, number two, yeah. Alrighty, so my number five is Electro from the Amazing <laughs> Spider-Man. <laughs> <laughs> You couldn't, like, it's one of the best Spider-Man storylines, Death of Gwen Stacy. You'd think they'd focus on their relationship throughout the entire movie leading to that event. But no, David. No, we're going to put this blue guy. There's a, better, there's a better story to tell if we're going to tell that story. I just, I think Jamie Foxx is pretty awful throughout the entire movie. I don't think he's good at all. I think and, what he was given was pretty awful. And I don't think his motives were good. I think he was... It was very distracting from the overall what they were trying to do with the actual plot of the movie with Gwen. 
I, I hated it. I think he's terrible. My number four is Ivan Ooze from the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers nice. movie. High five, buddy. <laughs> yes. Um, so I'm a huge – I can say – I'm going to speak for Leo and Ryan here. If I'm wrong, correct me. We're all big Power Ranger fans growing up. Speak for me all you want, buddy. Go so for it. So when the movie came out, I really – you spend these all these episodes building up Lord Zed and Rita Repulsa as, like, the villains, right? Yeah. Awesome when villains. we get the movie, I'm here thinking – those are the two villains. They're built enough. Even as a fucking seven-year-old, I'm like, yeah, those are the villains because that's they were built oh, up we as good them. villains for, for us kids. Absolutely. And then we get to this movie, and then we get this guy that's, like, made out of gack. And I'm like, what? what? Even as a kid, I'm like, I, I don't I don't get it. I don't want to understand. And his master plan was what, David? Do you remember what his master plan so, was? I remember. Go ahead, Rye. Enslave the parents. Yes. The fuck is that? This is the perfect example of a movie made for kids that, are, that you know, kids are going to be like, ha, ha, ha. I don't even think kids. Like, no. And, and I, I, the movie's a guilty pleasure for me just seeing the Power Rangers on the big screen. Another issue I have with that movie, which is, has nothing to do with Ivan, Ivan News being a villain, is um, I don't understand why they changed up their suits. I didn't. Oh, was it they? They, they lost their. Uh, they, this is super geeky. They, they lost their they powers. Lost their powers yeah. and they had to go to the. Because Ivan News. Because my thing is, it's another issue I had. Like Ivan News is the one that quote unquote kills Zordon, def- yeah. defeats Zordon. Dude, Rita and Zed spent like years, and you couldn't have them get that moment. And all he really did was just, like, go into the command. He center. just disconnects them. That's it. Yeah, like, it, it's pretty bad. Yeah, it's pretty bad. My number three is King Koopa. Oh yes! <laughs> I'm I'm a huge I'm a huge geek of when it comes to like nostalgic nostalgia games, old school retro vi- video game. I'm a huge Super Mario Brothers fan. I I will admit I preface this: the movie is a very big guilty pleasure of mine. I do oh, enjoy, I do enjoy watching it. I do enjoy that, watching. That hurts it. my yeah, soul. I do enjoy David. it. I don't want. It's better than watching Turtles in Time. Not Turtles in Time. What is what I is would, this? Part three. What is Part I'll three called? Go, Back in time. I'll Back in still time. Watch Turtles over. Super Mario Brothers. Oh my God, I think it's so hilarious. Um, but yeah, King Koopa is. But you were just Leo said it perfectly. He's not a dinosaur. <laughs> He's not like what the? F- I don't know what he is actually. So I, I don't know what the fuck was going on there. My number two, and I don't think it's on any of your lists, is Nuclear Man for Superman Four. So close to being the on my honorable mentions. So let me get this straight. Fingernails, baby. Fingernails. He's a clone of Superman, but. The only way he could live is through the sun. So all the only the all they needed to do was kill him for was it be dark and take him to the moon and that's it. And he sounds like Gene Hackman. And he's the guy that's supposed to take down Superman? Oh my god. You knew that they were that's it for Christopher Reeves when that was the villain of that one. And then I guess I'll do the wraparound on this. Um my number one worst villain. Of all time. Oh, my God. Honorable mentions or? No honorable mentions. <laughs> my number one worst villain of all time are plants. Yes. From the happening. Yes. Mother nature for the win. Mother nature. Like, I'm not a big M. Night Shyamalan Ding Dong fan. No. I think he has a couple of good movies, and I'm not, I don't think the sixth sense is as great as everyone makes it out to be. So I guess I'm a little biased with this. But when you watch a movie and the twist is that plants of the world are rebelling against mankind and releasing a chemical into the air that makes people want to kill themselves. <laughs> I'm out. I got nothing <laughs> for you. I got fucked. That's where we are at, where plants are the villain but, of a but movie. But who can save us, David? Who can save us if that's the problem? Marky Mark, okay? Marky Mark can save us. 
it, it's it's so much bad in one movie that Chris you're Chen's like, favorite actor. Yeah, shout out to Chris Chen. Yeah, Chris. He's gonna hate me after later though. Um, yeah, it's it's just embarrassing. I think it's so fucking embarrassing that that's the villain of a fucking movie was the plants. And it's a twist. It's not even like no, yeah. implied that that's the villain of the movie, the entire movie until the end. So, plants yep. are my number one worst the happening. The happening. Thank you, the happening. Leo? Um, honorable mentions. Ivan Ooze. Yes. <laughs> um, the architect from the Matrix. He really does nothing, does he? Nothing. And if you can tell me that you understood his plot after listening once... I challenge that. Wait, can I try? <laughs> so he wants to destroy the Matrix, right? Be- no, am I wrong? <laughs> he wants the he wants the Matrix destroyed so he can recreate it. I think that's what so it is. So bad. Yeah, it's that- so freaking bad. Um The Plants in the Happening <laughs> is also on my honorable mention. Um Galactus um from Rise of the Silver Surfer. Galactus was a villain in Rise of the Silver Surfer? At the very mm-hmm. end, that big cloud of freaking That was Galactus? Thing. Yeah. Oh, that's, that's why. Exactly that reaction is why he's on this list. Oh, yeah. I didn't even know that. Um, and Dominic Green from Quantum of Solace. From oh, yeah. He, that is a bit. His yeah. master plan was overcharging for water. Yeah, that is a bad. That's a bad. That's a bad one. But I, I, you're going to disrespect me right now, Leo. I know you are. <laughs> but number one. <laughs> Here it comes. The worst villain. Like, you know what? And this is how I'm going to preface this. Ryan. Yeah. Other than um, Joker and his origin story, what would you say is the most compelling Batman villain? That's not fair. Origin story that you would want to see on TV or on the big screen. That's not fair. All right. I know exactly what you're going with. You're going with Mr. Freeze. <laughs> I no that mother effing performance it's that destruction of an amazing story it is amazing like hey everybody chill (laughs) (laughs) the obscene amount of puns but what kills the dinosaurs (laughs) yeah i actually i'm gonna i get you definitely (laughs) respect your 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 choice but i don't even i don't think he's the worst villain in that movie I think Poison Ivy is way worse. She's not entertaining. Yeah, but there's her, nothing entertaining true, about her. True, true, true. I think you're right. What about I, Bane I, in that movie? That's another point. Point. Yeah. Bane was so close to being on my list. Period. But like, let me ask you, right? Is the, he's not your number one, right? No. Okay, so I can just ask Leo on this. You're not entertained at all. So like you don't think he's? I think he's hilarious. So it, it's not that I'm not entertained yeah. by it. It's literally that you're supposed to embody something that you're not embodying at all. Okay. Like I'm supposed to be tortured at watching Mr. Freeze because of the fact that his motivation is so sincere and so altruistic. Yep. Like he's motivated by love. Yeah. And he instead, has a good reason for yeah. doing what he does. Yeah, I agree. And like like in the animated series, they made that such a good point. Yep. Like the way he speaks is like you feel the sorrow, right? Mm. Like ice and him become like this huge awesome like metaphor. Uh, but like Arnold I have Schwarzenegger. A, I have a question. No. Outside of the animated series. This is my, I guess, the only counter I have. I understand he's bad. Don't get me wrong. But I'm just, inter- I love Batman and Robin. It's such a guilty pleasure It's a pleasure campy movie. Yeah, it's so him. fun. Um, has he, outside of the animated series, he's never been portrayed good on, on, on uh, live they action. Did, they did do an okay version on of Gotham? it on Gotham. Um, where they, they were Same little, reason? A, a little closer to the actual reason. Yeah. And it yeah. was like. Because in uh, 66, he's not 
to yeah, he's just a villain. Well, yeah, to be fair, it wasn't until nineteen nineteen ninety four until the animated series where yeah. he actually retconned his origin and gave to part make of ice. it more like yeah, which I love, which is amazing. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, I, my, Mr. Freeze is my number one worst <sighs> villain. You just <laughs> oh. all right, Rye, take us home on this one. Uh, my honorable mentions are Ivan Ooze and the Wicked Witch of the West. You think she's a bad villain? Ooh, I'm very. Can can I hear your take on this? I'm curious. The monkeys are more terrifying than she is. She does absolutely nothing. Shout out to Kev, who is you know friend of the show. (laughs) I argued with him because she she's obviously not on my list of best villains. I think she gets an quote unquote iconic title given to her because of at that time in the 30s, you've never really seen a villain like that before, and it was the is the beginning of color. And she is such a a force on screen when you see her. But I'm with you, Rye. I don't think she does anything. She doesn't do anything at all. And she dies from water. She rules with an, <laughs> an iron fist. Don't you dare. And she, say she sets rules. the scarecrow on fire. <laughs> all right. Oh, my God. <laughs> Go ahead, Rye. And then what it took to get him out of fire is what killed her at the same time. Yeah. So there's that. <laughs> So she technically bear, killed bear, herself. Bear her. Her Achilles, yeah, her, Achilles, her Achilles heel is not the most imposing. <laughs> All right, go ahead, Ryan. Who's your number one? And my number one is Galactus. Aw. I really I need to rewatch. Love you. I freaking love you, Ryan. <laughs> I need to rewatch this movie. I didn't even know Galactus was in this. Go ahead. Just, again, the same problem I had with Parallax, only more disappointing. It was a giant cloud of fucking smoke. And at least Parallax, you got a face a couple of times. This, I don't think you did, if you I did remember it. correctly. You did it. You did it. It was like a big, um, a big funnel, and that the funnel didn't yeah. even come out all the way. It just went back in. Wow. That's yeah. terrible. So... All it right. turned uh, okay movie into very shitty just because of that. <laughs> all right, Rai, you can kick us off on our worst heroes of all time. I'm saving myself for last because I'm the one yes. that's going to get the most oh, shit yes. on this. All right, go ahead, Rai. Number five, this was really hard for me. Number five, I had to put Howard the Duck. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God, Rai. Well, please tell me the solo film and not the Guardians <laughs> of the Galaxy version. No, solo film. Okay, oh, yeah, like, he's pretty bad. I, like, I haven't I seen like him forever, and I just, like, I don't remember. He's just, except for being a duck, he's very forgettable, so I just went with that. <laughs> don't forget <laughs> don't forget the weird little romance with Leah Thompson. There's that, too. <laughs> and number four, I have, because of one movie, I went strictly based off the movie Fantastic Four, and that was based <sighs> off of Fan Force. You're not, yes, yep, you're not wrong a, at all. That's very good, very good. <laughs> Um, number three, question, I Ryan. went with um, Superman. Right, quick question oh. um, on on F four. In Fan Four Six, is there anything at all? Because we really we always shit on it, but we never have actually dived in, and we probably never will after this conversation. Thank God. Okay, good. Is there I was any... very scared you were going to be like, "Let's do a reel it back for Fan Four We should Six. actually. No, is there anything <laughs> endearing about those four? Like in that movie? <sighs> no. I'm, I'm I can moving... tell you the most endearing thing about the movie is the credits. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Well done, well uh, done. Yeah, all right. Go ahead. Number three is Superman, huh? Yeah, man of in particular, man of steel. Yeah, like, absolutely. I don't yeah. need my Superman sad. He's I'm so always, sad. And yeah, he kills or, people. or indifferent to death around him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he let his dad die. There's no reason for that. Like, that still pisses it's me off. It's true because I get that scene. I understand what what Jonathan Kent is supposed to do in that scene. Like we got to protect He's your identity. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> no one would never have known like, that one scene destroys Superman as a character and Jonathan Kent as a character yep. because he died as, with a heart attack because 
Clark can't save him. Oh, my Lord. <laughs> like, shout out to all those people that like Man of Steel on Snyder movies, but that took no. away every that, inch. The whole yeah. the whole deal. I'm sorry, Ryan, if you to cut like you off. That, if you like that movie, no. you don't like Superman. Because, like, my thing is, I'm not a Superman fan, but I've always loved the fact that Jonathan Kent dies. The only way Superman can't save yes, him. Yes. And it brings such torture to him as a person. Oh, yeah. I, fuck. Fuck Zack Great Snyder. list so far. Yeah, great list, Ryan. Go ahead. And number two is Elektra. Oh, yeah. I that's couldn't bad. even sit through the movie yesterday, so she automatically made it to number two. <laughs> just for that. I was so close to putting in um, Bullseye because I'm like, I, I, it's a cringeworthy yeah. Bullseye. But uh, all right, now my number five. Um, and I think David's going to love my number five. Daniel LaRusso. Let's fucking go. Hold your fucking thoughts. Yes. We're going to get into this. So here's the thing with my heroes. As much as I love heroes that like embody just doing good for doing good, sacrificing yourself, and wanting to inspire you to do best, my worst heroes are people that are selfish, yep. that may do good things, but it's fucking half-assed oh, yeah. and lucky. Oh, yeah. Daniel LaRusso is in number five. We're, we're going to dive into that deep. Another person. That is a hero yet does things specifically for themselves. Is number, this is number four? Number four. Gotcha. Daniel Hilliard. Who's that? Mrs. Doubtfire. So I love you said that because I had an argument. Uh, shout out to Jen. She's not here today. But we had a good discussion about that. And I was like, I, I'm telling her I'm working on my list and I'm just sharing her what I'm thinking. I'm like, I think I want to put Mrs. Doubt. She didn't make he, uh, ultimately it didn't make my list. But I'm like. Mrs. Doubtfire is a very conniving person. Like, he's committing fraud to just be yes. close to his kids. He just, I mean, granted, I love that he wants to spend time yeah, with his yeah, kids. Yeah, yeah. But he's For trying his kids. He, he's trying to break up a marriage. Yep. He's it's 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 all for him. Yep. He's not even thinking what's best for his children. He's thinking about himself. Yeah, because ultimately I would say halfway he starts to think more of the kids. It's still he's driven by himself. Because ultimately in the end, you have to tell your kids you're not a fucking woman. <laughs> you're not your nanny. So like yeah, I'm with you uh, on wholeheartedly on that. PSA for our listeners, you are gonna have to tell your kids that you're not a woman. <laughs> um <laughs> I'm glad me and you I so bad far. So maybe, on my list now. so maybe um we're not gonna be that off. Maybe I'm not going crazy. No, on no, these. no. So go ahead. Oh no, and Ryan, Deadpool, the only reason Deadpool was not on any of my list was because I see him as an anti hero. He's still driven by the right things and the same things a hero is, but he goes far <laughs> into his yeah. Um, my All number right. three, another person that might be the hero of the movie, but is driven specifically by his own self gratification. In this case, specifically, rum. Jack Mother Effing Sparrow. Hey, <laughs> I guess you're right. I can't even argue there. No, yeah. I love Jack Sparrow, but yeah, he, he's, he's lovable. He's oh, lovable. He's entertaining. He's so lovable. But there's all he wants is rum. All he wants is rum. Yep. Um, and my number and his shit back. <laughs> <laughs> and my number two. One of the most mentally, psychologically manipulative vampires in the history yes. of film. Yes. This man just wants a girlfriend and abuses the F out of his girlfriend once he gets her. Edward Cullen is my number two worst hero. He's so bad that people got on him for becoming Batman. <laughs> That's how bad he was in he's that movie. He's so bad. Yeah, he's yeah. so bad. I'm with you. Like, Jen didn't agree with me on that either. She's like, is he really a movie hero? I'm like, he's the protagonist he of the movie. Yes. Yeah, he is not. Yeah, I think he manipulates her throughout the entire series. It's, it's like gaslighting, bro. And, like, and it's romanticized by so many people. Yep. 
It is abuse. Yep, and grown men talking about Twilight right now. Nothing I never thought about. I know. <laughs> what would happen wait, here. Wait, when you thought about making a podcast, this conversation <laughs> never, <laughs> never. never came into play. Alrighty, so we're that's kind of on the same that. boat here. Okay. So that's kind of how I did my list. Just terrible people. Yeah. Pe- so my number five. I have a romantic comedy as my num- on my number five. If you say anything with serendipity or love actually, no. there will be... Okay, cool. I do have 16 candles. Okay. That's a good one. Fa- known as Farmer Ted. <laughs> so, well, we're supposed to sympathize with Anthony Michael Hall's character, right? Do we consider the fact that he's borderline a sexual deviant? <laughs> Throughout the movie, he makes he's always pursuing the underwear of female peers. That's one. And more blatantly... Towards the end of the movie, he finds himself in the arms of a blackout drunk schoolmate, a chick, who is pawned off by the boyfriend, and he takes advantage of her in the car. That's, yeah. Like, God, yeah. It's tough, right? Like, I'm like there, and I'm like, and I like, I love 16 Candles, but I'm like, well, let's not, let's, let's. But he's geeky, so it's okay. it back a little bit there. <laughs> My number four is John Bexwith from Wedding Crashers. Such a good one. So oh, I was so, yeah. I love Vince Vaughn, and I think Vince Vaughn is more of a protagonist than Owen Wilson's John Speckwith. The reason is because Vince Vaughn doesn't, like, he li- they both lie about who they are to get into the wedding, right? But he doesn't try to take advantage of the girl. He sli- uh, I forgot the girl that plays her, her, her sister. Isla Fisher or Rachel McAdams? Isla Fisher. Yeah. He doesn't take, he, they, they sleep together, and then he just tries to dead it. That's it. Nah, but John falls in love with her. He manipulates her throughout the entire movie, making her think he is someone that he is not. He poisons her fiance. He tries to break off an engagement. And what? How are we supposed to sympathize with this guy? Like, I feel bad for Bradley Cooper towards the end of the movie. Uh, uh, No, no, a little bit. Yeah, a little bit. Like, he's the hero. I know. I don't buy it. My number three. And you guys are going to laugh. And if you don't laugh, it's okay. My number three is a conniving, fraudulent, selfish old man, Grandpa Joe, from Willy Wonka <laughs> and the Chocolate Factory. Wait, hold on. If we could just take a moment to just enjoy the amount of hatred in your voice when you say Grandpa Joe. Right. David, I kind of want you to do that in a Vince McMahon voice now. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let me try this. Let me try this. The conniving, the fraudulent Grandpa Joe. Let me tell you, I first saw Willy Wonka in the Chocolate Factory when I was uh, 10 years old. One of, my, one of my really favorite movies to watch. It's very entertaining. I just think it's a very solid movie. Right. At 10 years old, even then, I was like, oh, so all it takes for this guy to get out of bed was a trip to the factory. He doesn't help with rent. He sees that his daughter <laughs> is like struggling to make do to get food on the table. But when he decides, you know, when Charlie wins the tickets to Willy Wonka's factory, he's okay being the guy to follow along with, with, with Charlie. I have a very big problem with that. I think it's the fact that like if I was a parent and I see like and I'm old and I can't really do anything to support <laughs> It is what it is, but like I see my daughter struggling, and he doesn't, you know, do anything. They're forcing cabbage, uh, cabbage soup the entire movie. I think he's actually a villain. <laughs> I can see it. 
Like he, it, 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 it's pretty, pretty crazy. His spryness for someone that can't move for like 50 years. And my number two, it's one of my favorite 80s movies of all time. It's one of the most entertaining 80s movies of all time. However, its protagonist is nothing short but a terrible person. Oh. My number two is Ferris Bueller. Yes! Oh, thank you so much. So I love the movie, like I mentioned. It has a lot to enjoy. But let me, I have a list of all the stuff that he does throughout this entire movie. He lies to his parents. He lies to the principal and the administrators of the school. He pretty much bullies Cameron the entire movie. He forces Cameron to steal his father's car by promising him a fun day out, only to third wheel him with his girlfriend. Commits identity theft, Abe Froman, the sausage king of Chicago. He (laughs) lies to his peers. He taunts his sister. He puts his girlfriend in an awkward situation where she has to flirt with her father. That's oh. He demonstrates that he has no idea how car engines work when he tries to put the car in reverse, in reverse to get the miles yeah. off. He hijacks a city function with the parade. The parade. I mean, what what else? What else? It's it pretty says. He's like and then I remember a line from the it's movie. This is Zach Morris effect. Yeah, that's a good one. He'd be a shitty oh, he'd be yeah, a shitty hero yeah. too. Like and Cameron says throughout the movie, as long as I've known him, everything works out for Ferris. Because he manipulates everybody to get what he wants. So yeah, he is the embodiment of entitlement, lying, manipulating through every situation just to get his way. And that is my number two worst hero, Ferris Bueller. Love it. Ryan, who's your number one? And if you have any honorable mentions. Uh, My honorable mention is Cyborg from Justice League. Taking Aww. such a great character in my eyes, that could be such a compelling character. Huh. Like if you watch Young Justice, if you've seen any of the animated movies, so great. Here, I could give two shits about him. Oh, fair. And fair. but my number one comes from one of my favorite my favorite saga of all time. Uh, my number one is Anakin Skywalker. Oh, that's hard. Yeah, you know what? That's a good one. That's actually a good one. I, I'm trying to think of where you're going, but I think I know where you're going with this. Yep, I he's agree. a whiny little bitch the entire yeah. time. And he does nothing good. Yep. The only thing he does good, we don't barely see, and that's when he kills all the Tusken Raiders. Yep. Everything else he completely fails at. He throws everything into ruins. He just fucks everything up. Yep. He and is... he whines the entire time. And the performances are awfully bad. And the only good, th- the only other good thing he did was knock out Padme so we can get Luke and Leia. That's the only other good thing he ever did with his life. I still life. love that fucking final fight with Obi-Wan. Well, well that's probably the only time he's redeemable. And he's not even, yeah. at that point, he's already not a hero. True. So. Yeah, he's he's oh, Vader true. at that point. True, true. He's already Vader. Vader at that point. So that's a good one. I like that a lot. That's heartbreaking. And I love it. Yeah. All right. It was Leo? heartbreaking writing it. <laughs> uh, and I think that's the point of the worst hero is that you blew it up so much. and You're like, oh, this person just didn't live up to expectations. So my honorable mentions for heroes that let me down. Ghost Rider. Oh, yeah, that's a good one. That's so bad. Another selfish effing person. Pete Mitchell, a.k.a. Maverick from Top Cut. Explained. So Maverick is a hothead pilot. Yep. yep. Literally all he wants is glory. Doesn't care about what his actual leadership tells him to do. Okay. Disobeys orders. This man is governed by his emotions so much so that I'm fairly certain if he was in a bad mood, he would start a world war. Okay. Yeah. I see what you mean. 
He's, he does nothing because he wants to do it. And honestly, it is, if you really think about it, Iceman is a good soldier. Yeah. And I li- and I like Top Gun a lot, but that's a good that's a good one. Um, my number three or my uh, my honorable mention, uh, the terrible team of people that are all horrible individuals, the Suicide Squad. Oh, they're damn. in here. But not e- oh. no. Okay, I got Margot it, but... Robbie and Will Smith is all I'm going to say. <laughs> all right. Um, but I think that's the point, though. They're supposed to be terrible heroes. Yeah. Um, Indiana yeah. Jones is an honorable mention. <laughs> the man literally steals artifacts from every civilization he can get his hands on and doesn't care about what the indigenous people actually want to do with those things. I was watching something the other day. Sorry to, to sidetrack real no, no, quick. No. And it was saying how I think in the first one, he is completely useless as well because everything would happen the exact same way if he wasn't there. Yeah, that is true. Yeah, I don't get me wrong. I think it's like I mean, I love archaeology. I think that that's a really cool thing. But like as a person, the man just steals stuff from other people. Um, and Dumbledore, Dumbledore is on my is on my honorable mentions list. <sighs> yeah, yo, he lets Harry go through so much without telling him anything. That is true. If he just would have stated, "Hey, hey, listen, Harry, Snape is not a bad guy. He's been through some stuff." Um, you you know might have to sacrifice yourself in the future. There's just so much he could have. You like, know what? Now that you mention him, I wouldn't mind throwing Snape as a little honorable mention on heroes. Heroes because oh, yeah. he really True. go through everything. I love that arc. I really that arc, love his arc is amazing, fantastic. But the number one person that embodies RPL selfishness just wants to do everything because they want to do it. Doesn't care about what society or anyone else wants. Doesn't care about what his friends or his girlfriend want. The worst human being in the 80s and today is Ferris effing Bueller. Yeah! <laughs> I thought I was the only no, one. No, man. So my list is, I'm not, I don't feel that crazy. I love your list. Yeah, no, <laughs> Ferris Bueller, for everything you said, yeah, like even the axe, right? What he did was pretty bad, but what drove him to make those decisions he just was it. him. Yeah. It's true. Like, he didn't think about his boy. He didn't think about Cameron. The only reason he was even working on getting the speedometer going back was straight up so that he wouldn't get caught, so he wouldn't get in trouble. Yep. In, in, an, in an 80s world, Cameron is, does become the Joker. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, look, and I'm fairly certain that it's definitely got to be, like, a very abusive relationship with him and his girlfriend, too, if all she has to do is, like, cater to his whims. Cor- correct me if I'm wrong. He is older than her by a year. I think so. Okay, because I re- I think I mentioned yeah because I think she's in the grade she's in the grade lower than and he's talking about going to college or something like that. Yeah. But yeah, no, yeah, he's he, yeah he's not a look entertaining movie definitely. Oh, I enjoy it. Don't get me wrong, it's still great, classic. But, but the man literally only cares about himself. Yeah, there's no. I don't think he has a selfless act in the entire movie. No, 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 not at all. Yeah, and, I'm trying to think. Maybe he does, but no, he doesn't. And then he has has like he has like those, those aside moments where he breaks the fourth wall mm-hmm. and like just talks shit to the actual audience, letting us know how full of himself he is. And it's crazy. He talks shit. He basically he doesn't bully his sister, but he like doesn't think highly of her throughout the whole movie. And she's the one that fucking saves him at the yeah. end. Yeah, it's it's pretty bad. Yeah. All right. So my number one worst. I kind of preface this before and teased it my number one worst hero of all time is daniel larusso <laughs> from the karate kid and before i get into this because i have a i wrote some stuff down um it's more confirmed after watching cobra kai i don't oh know if you guys my have gosh seen. yeah the series he is on, a yeah. he's an asshole he is an absolute asshole so let me count the ways <laughs> a one a two so, a three 
so he moves from New Jersey to California, right? He picks a fight with Johnny, Tommy, Bobby, and the Cobra Kai gang. He picks not just one, but multiple fights. He tries to, he basically tries to steal Johnny's girl, Allie, who is questionable in another, and that's another conversation how questionable she is. He tries to take his girl. He succeeds in taking Johnny's girl when all Johnny wanted to do was pretty much talk it out. It's high school. It's high school relationships. There's always problems. He just wanted to talk it out. He never got physical with with uh, Daniel until Daniel got physical with Johnny. He had he had, he pretty much brings a trained karate master to take down Cobra Kai in the scene um, during the Halloween party. Mister Miyagi takes all of them out, <laughs> and then. The most egregious thing at the All Valley Karate Tournament, Danny LaRusso illegally beats Johnny with that illegal kick. If that doesn't, and this is the protagonist of the movie, if that is not a terrible person, I don't know what is. I think him and Ferris are like tied. Yeah. If I have looking back, looking at everything, I think those two are just like terrible. Only that Daniel has been trained to be a. You know, a killer, a, a killer, a killer. He's dangerous. He there's a YouTube video and I'll, I'll, sh- I'll tell Jenna, throw it in the show notes that pretty much goes through everything about how he is the real villain of the karate kid. Well, I love that the fact like our lists are pretty much all like aligned and the fact that we're like, yo, these people are just selfish and like not heroic. <laughs> yeah. And as a matter <laughs> yeah. of fact, look at all the things Johnny does, which makes me feel like he's more of a hero after he finds out that. His sensei is an asshole. He is an asshole. He wants John. He wants Johnny to cheat. He gives up the sensei. Yep. He gives up Cobra Kai. And we're supposed to say he's the bad guy in this whole thing? Nah, man. No, nah, man. No. California. Daniel that's LaRusso yeah, is because he's a blonde kid. That yeah. What? That, Do you have anything else? I'm... No, no, no. Like uh, Daniel LaRusso, similar, bro. It's like I think because of the fact that we want to root for him. Like, cause he looks like he's weaker than Johnny. Yeah. Like maybe that's it, or I don't know what it really was. He's but, an instigator. But like, yeah, you look he, at the facts. It's all there, and I think Jenny thinks Jenny thinks I'm fucking nuts for this because I've been thinking this for years. I think I'm at like five, six years that I've been thinking this because I I saw the Karate Kid first time I bought it on Blu-ray like five, six years ago. I hadn't seen it in a while, and that's when I'm like, huh. That's I, I was like, huh, that's questionable. It's interesting. You're like, well, I start believing it once I saw the thing on How I Met Your Mother when Barney starts talking about same, it. It's same with Ryan. Same with Ryan. I yeah. didn't see, and that's a good. I'm glad you brought that up because I, I we talked about Himyum on here, and I was in a Himyum fan throughout the entire series. I watched it uh, in like a month. I saw the whole series in a month. When that came up, I was like, oh, shit. Someone, I, it's a joke now. It's a running joke. I'm glad I'm not the only one. Yeah, no. He, he, uh, that episode definitely brought it into the limelight. More people thought it was like, oh, wait, this is legit. Um, I love the fact that you put Ferris Bueller on your list. Yep. I'm like, because whenever uh, when people talk about that movie, obviously we all remember it fondly. We're all 80s babies, yeah. right? But 90s. Oh. Sorry, Ryan. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I'm 90. I just missed the cut. Um, but like, when we talk about like, Ferris Bueller's Day Off, like, I can't help but not like Ferris Bueller. Like, I still, like, his acts really frustrate me, and I'm like, why does everyone like him so much? He's such an ass. Yeah, he's... 
he is very very interesting i wonder if they would if they ever they're never going to do this but if they ever follow up on it like cobra kai did yeah is he still an asshole is he still like an egotistical prick um but yeah no number one daniel larusso for me it is undeniable how much of a prick he is especially with how he is in cobra kai he made money that's another thing you're supposed to be this you get you you get what's the word you're thrown at it's thrown at us that he's this humble kid at the end you know whatever he learned from mr miyagi He's a little arrogant dick in Cobra Kai. If you guys haven't seen it, it's a great show. Um, he's a little arrogant dick in Cobra Kai that when he comes up and brings up Miyagi's dojo, you're like, oh, well, he's just trying to get in the limelight again and, you know, take over, beat Cobra Kai again. And I'm like, no, that's not that's not for me. By the way, I have met Ralph Macchio. <laughs> he's a very nice guy. <laughs> he's not an asshole. Yeah, he is a very nice guy. Um, fun, fun list, bro. Yeah. Yeah, this was fun. Yeah, for sure. Um, I've also actually, it's funny to going back on the, on the Ralph Macchio. I also met Martin Cove who plays, um, Crease. Okay. So I've actually met that entire, and I met Zapka, William Zapka too. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. I've met the entire, the third, the trifecta there. Could never met Mr. Mia, uh, yeah. uh, but he, cause he passed away, but they're great people. This is no bearing on them as people. But who is the girlfriend? Nope. Oh, Allie? Yeah. Elizabeth Shue? Elizabeth Shue, right? She fucking stinks. Stinks. Here's another thing. This is like... <laughs> sorry, I'm just going to go on one last point before we go. She goes on a date with him. I think she goes on a date with him to get Johnny jealous. That's exactly why she goes on a date yeah, with him. She doesn't yes. do... You know, she doesn't... I don't think she likes Daniel because you never see her again after. She's just like... Takes him on a date because she wants to fix things with Johnny. It's just this asshole comes in and decides to try to break them up. Perfect example. Thank you, Leo. <laughs> <laughs> All righty. So with that being said, great, great, great episode this week. Love doing this list. And we will be back next week with our starting with our looks at some Oscar cat Oscar oh, countdown. It's about so, that time about again, that beautiful time. people. See you next week. Peace. Uh. Peace.